Hello, welcome to the telecast. I got a new error message or some sort of message on our podcast recording software. I dumped the gun. <laughs> so we're already we're already out of control. Hello, season six, episode twenty nine, and telecast. This is Brian Malar, co-host with Brian Peterson. Hello, sir. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Today's a big day. We're we're just going to make some podcasts today. We are. We are. We are entering the final. Kind of home stretch of the year for us. Yeah, crazy. I will save my season six thoughts till our last episode of the year. Okay. Um, but this episode brought to you by Intellicast and EMI Research. You can research, research, reach us at Intellicast at EMI-RS.com. Follow us on Twitter, EMI underscore research and Intellicast1 on Twitter. Don't go to Intellicast. That's the weather channel. We have unsuccessfully tried to obtain that one. You can call or text 513-401-5463. Can I go off on an aside really quick since you yeah. mentioned that IntelliCast has to do with weather? Yeah. So, you know, I track all of our keywords and like yeah. impressions and all of that. That is something that took working with our SEO provider. It took us a while to figure out why Like, we have an, un- an unbranded term for us as IntelliCast that we track. And our impressions for that can vary up to like 50,000 from month to month. Because <laughs> of the it weather, it took us forever to figure out why. You know what? Well, it's not just weather. Our impressions go down when there is like a major weather event, whether hurricane, snowstorm, ice storm. Our impressions go down because everyone's looking for that weather app. Our impressions right. go back up when weather's fairly nice across the country. Here's what we're gonna do then: we're gonna do a weather-only episode in season seven. We're going to leverage that, and we'll re- release it on a really nice day, and we'll just talk about the weather for 20 minutes. I feel like that's the that's going to be like the secret podcast that you have to email us for us to send you. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. If we'd only chosen best efforts for the name of the podcast, this would not have happened. Nope. What do you want to talk about? Do some news? Anything yeah, else? It's going to be a news episode today. Okay. So it's been a little while since we did one of these. So, or at least since we recorded one. Uh, I think the yeah. last one was a news episode, but it's been a little while since we've recorded. Let's jump right in. All right. First up, Ipsos reported their third quarter organic reported third quarter organic revenue growth of 4.3% and posted a $588 million or million euros in revenue for the third quarter. What do you think about that? Interesting. First off, and when I look at this article, it's very detailed. Maybe it's just me, but like their 2023 revenue in euros, first quarter, 532 million euros, but total growth of minus 2.9%. Second quarter, it went up, but it's minus 3.3%. Third quarter, up to 588. And that's an organic growth of 4.3%, but their total growth is negative 2.3%. I think they're messing with the numbers in France. I don't know what's going on over there. Do you understand this? They talked about, real quick, one thing. Headwinds on major tech clients had a weak economic recovery in China was mentioned. I don't know. Well, we know tech industry, that's a down sector for market research. So they're just getting a little more specific about it. I mean, good for Ipsos, I guess. Good for the industry. Performance by region. All had strong organic growth. But audience all had good organic growth except for customers' employees. 
but good for Opsos is always good, I think. Maybe this is a sign of um, recovering economy. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to tell on these numbers unless you're an expert. So we'll see. Yep. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Let's go to our next one then. Yeah. Um, kind of a little bit of the opposite. It's two sides of a coin here. Comscore reported its third quarter results. They saw a 1.9% drop in revenue, but their net income improved to 2.6 million up from a net loss of 52.4 million uh, last year. Yeah. And I love how, I love how they explain these oddities like this one. Revenue declined 3.6% year on year, which the firm says was primarily due to the timing of deliverables for certain custom digital products and lower revenue from the firm's syndicated digital products, partially offset by the increased usage of one of its products and growth of another one. Okay, cool. And, uh, you know, I understand generally that you can drop in revenue but improve profitability. There are lots of ways you can do that, so I understand that. <laughs> they probably didn't mention some things that they did in order to do that. I'm, I'm assuming that's some sort of reduction or selling off some assets. But I, I'd love to spin on how positive these are in every press release. Right. They're public companies. They got to do it. Um, and you can look at his numbers. This is like data in any, any kind of a data set. You can spend to be positive. You can spend it to be negative. And you're obviously in a press release going to make your company look as good as possible. I'm not saying that they're doing anything shady here. They're, they're not. And profitability for Comscore, good job. That's awesome. Net income of $2.6 million compared with a $52.4 million loss same quarter last year. That's huge. That's a $55 million difference. So good for them. Right. Yep. I agree. It Well, it's fine having a little bit of a revenue downturn. I mean, many of us have seen that. That's a yeah. good change. That means operationally they got some stuff in line. If that that yep. of a 50, we'll call it what, $54 million swing, $55 million swing. Yeah. Yeah. Good more fishing. Um, so good for them. Yep. Next up. In the wake of its acquisition of Metrics Lab earlier this year, Toluna has made some changes to their executive team. Um, some of the changes include adding Metrics Lab's former HR director, Hans Verholst. I really hope I didn't butcher that too bad. Um, he has been named the chief people officer, while Jolique Wienlich has been named the chief insights officer. Yeah. I always like it when like Toluna acquired Metrics Lab over this year, like you said, when they kind of integrate the leadership of both companies into the new leadership instead of just kind of getting rid of everybody. Um, so um, nice to see those people stay on in the new company. It's still relatively new. Um, they maintain their CEO. So good for Toluna and uh, good for Metrics Lab people. Peoples. Peoples. Next up, this one was a little interesting. Uh, GMO has launched a new API connection method called organic sampling. They say it'll enhance the accuracy of targeting, improve user satisfaction, and promote a, quote, significant uptick in completion rates. They have integrated this into their Asia cloud panel. GMO says it will provide panel partners with access to survey details such as demographics, average IR, and LOI. What do you think about that? I think it's really interesting. I'm glad that we're getting smarter with using sample. Um, I hope this is what they say it is. It's really cool. Sounds really cool. 
All cloud panel members will be managed by blah, blah, blah. Panel partners can select and alert eligible panelists based upon specific conditions and prerequisites, which GMO claims intensifies engagement. So I'm hoping this helps drive um, easier and more efficient sampling this technology, and we need that. I had a question for you on this. Yeah. Is this just river sampling 2.0? Uh, maybe. But if it can better target people, then I don't know if it matters, honestly, in today's sampling. Okay. If you know, river sampling is probably part of most online quote panels, and if they can get smarter at how they're bringing these people onto studies and which studies they're going on and those things, I think that's, that's huge for our industry. It's nice to see this happening in, what is it, 16 countries, what GMO has in Asia, I think they said, yep. um, who, by the way, we work with them. And so it'll be interesting to see how this works. Hopefully it's not just like, you know, using different language to say the same thing and, oh, wow, this is really right. not the thing. I think it's going to be something. Right. Next up, Cantar Public, which was the Cantar business focused on government and public sector research, has rebranded as Varian. Um, Cantar Public, or now Varian, was divested from the overall Cantar group back in 2022 um, they say the new name combines the Latin words for truth and the qualities of, according to the company. Um, first of all, I don't understand the name Varian. All right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> they fine. gave an explanation that's better than most. Yeah, I think I think we should take some credit for that. Um, Latin term. Okay, great. Truth and qualities of. That's awesome. Um, and I don't know the. I'm losing track of all the. Cantar public, what their relationship was is with Cantar, but I, I know Cantar had a series of acquisitions and they rebranded everybody to Cantar, like Millward Brown and all these companies were re all rebranded to Cantar. Yep. Now they're unbranded. I'm going to call this unbranding. They're now well, unbranding them. They technically weren't part of Cantar for the last year or so, so right. they have to stop using the Cantar name. That's. That makes more sense. I'm be that's what they should be doing. Everybody should be seceding from Cantar and changing their name. <laughs> um, I like what they did then. Good job for you – know, there's only so many names you can use. So if you're the public group of, of Cantar, you were divested last year, sold to a private equity firm, and completely rebranded, good for you. they got to change their name anyway, so might as well do it, right? Yep. That rounds out our news for this episode, but I did have a question for you. Okay. Um, as people are listening to this, you are actually headed down to – you want to let people know where you're headed down to Georgia for? Oh, I'm going – well, I'm going to Georgia for the MMR, University of Georgia, Master's Marketing Research Program, a board meeting, and career fair. I'm not participating in the career fair, but I'm going to be there. I might sneak in and see what's going on. But um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And yeah. while I'm down there, I'm going to be on the MRII board meeting, which is in New York, but I'm going to do it from Georgia. Yeah, so you're heading to a bunch of board meetings. Yeah. Heading back to your old stomping grounds. A little bit. And, um, you know, December is not a time bad time to go to Athens, Georgia. Last couple of times, I think we've gone in August. Not a great time to go to Athens, Georgia. December, much better. I'm excited to kind of go south for the winter a little bit, just for a couple of days. Yep. 
So that about rounds about it out that. for us. Yeah, that rounds it out for us. This is a quick one, everybody. So yeah, hopefully- you're welcome, listeners. Here's a 15-minute episode about the news. We'll take your feedback. Um, I, who knows what people's feedback are in our our commentary on the news today. It was all over the place. So we'd love your feedback. And if you want to come on, you have a guest you'd like to join or a topic you'd like us to talk about, um, let us know. And we appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.